Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the Boop Show episode 164 for Monday, February 12th, 2018 with Scott and Brian. Yes. everybody welcome back to the boop show brian what are you doing over there i see you're wearing a, another uh, hat it says it cold where you are again a cold day no this is a cap oh this is for keeping the sun out of my eyes oh well what do i know then i don't know anything uh, yeah th- see they have these things that go on your head yeah and it 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 can vary from keeping your scalp warm to covering things uh to you know what are you covering the light what are you covering or are you just advertising adidas for free what's your deal uh, this is a good quote. Oh, is this my Adidas hat? Yeah, I have a Nike's hat too. This yeah. is my. No, I just like this one. This is comfy. Well, looked good. I mean, I think you're yeah. f- fashionably uh, straight. And um, how's the old scout scout motto go? Morally straight and fashionably late. Morally. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, I'm in South Carolina. We we fish a lot. We wear caps like these a lot, and it's just something we do. I'm down. Do with you it. do the. You know, the kids nowadays. No, and I'm no. ta- when I say kids, I'm talking about the youngins, like ten below. Wear those flat across bills. Yeah, d- F F to the no. I can't stand that look. That what you're wearing is a real hat. You have a real hat on. It can curve on yeah. its own. It's not like you're going full curve where you got like a tube there. Oh, I hate the tube. Yeah, I hate the tube. It's all. I'm not either extreme. Flat is dumb. Curved is dumb. Something in the middle, like what you got on right now, that's the appropriate right. attire. This is the na- the natural state of this hat. This is yeah. I bought this hat like this. Yeah, this is how hats are supposed to freaking go. <laughs> uh, well, at least we've solved that today. Hi, everybody. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the show. So let's get right into it. It's been an interesting video game week for me. Um, yeah. I have to admit, and we have a story later that is even more tempting, but I have had uh, a weird Xbox One X temptation this week, and I'll tell you where that came from. Oh, and people listening to the show are like, how can this be? Scott just does nothing but right. repeating me. Right? Stop the presses! <laughs> I know that when Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out, there's no PC version at launch. Now, mm-hmm. I believe in my heart of hearts there will be a PC version of that game. I think GTA 5's success uh, is enough to show that Rockstar would do this this time. You got to look at 2010 as a very different time. You had developers who were making third-party games for a multitude of platforms In particular, the Xbox 360, which was based on a power PC uh, Mm -hmm. chip footprint deal, and the chip chip print, print, and the uh, the Sony PlayStation 3 was based on their weird emotion engine bullcrap name chip. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, a proprietary chip architecture thing uh, that I guess IBM worked on with them or something. All right, maybe it was yeah. the other way. Maybe it was Microsoft. And I forgot how big. I forgot how big of a deal that was at the beginning of this current generation. Yeah, everybody's it, like, "We're coming in line. We're all going to be basically PCs." Yeah, when they said when they said, you know, emotion chip back in the day, oh six, mm-hmm. whatever, oh five, 
um i my eyes rolled like they did when i heard blast processing for the genesis you know it's just like okay emotion chip what are we doing anyway as it turns out those were complicated platforms as compared to pc development uh and in 2010 to make a console or make a game for the two leading consoles made sense make it for pc i totally get that they didn't now you might say well scott what about what about the uh, uh the gta 5 i think there was a shift in their thinking at some point the original version of gta 5 came out in 2013 or 2012 2013 the tail end of the 360 ps3 cycle mm. they were on those platforms to start with and then when the new generation of consoles hit they made gta 5 for those consoles and released a pc version that pc version has been hella successful so I'm oh, like, yeah i'm like the kids with their hats today all it does is just sell 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 yeah all it's the time. ridiculous how high that is on the sales charts every week forever I, it's crazy to me but they've they've got a lot of long lasting sort of stuff happening on PC and also on the consoles for that reason for 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 that uh, uh, for that reason but everywhere it's all it's everywhere you can go get yourself GTA Five I think that that is the mode moving forward I think they'll put out the two console versions in what was it October was the new date right they'll put it out there and then in six months you can expect a PC version even though they haven't announced it I just think that's the way they're going to go and like you alluded to earlier. We are now looking at an entire generation from PC out to consoles outside of the Switch that is pure PC platform across the board. They're all just souped up x86 architecture, frickin' PCs. So, so I'm so sure much simpler of it. to yeah to develop for now. now right? So yeah. So all of that being said, uh, what might get me to get an Xbox One X, which was the whole point of me telling you this is that because I'm only going to be able to play that game on console console at launch, and I would really, really like a PC version of, of Red Dead 2, but oh, because yeah. I can't get that right away and because I don't know if I can stand waiting. You my, think it'll just be six months. I just feel like it's going to be a year lock-in exclusivity. Well, maybe, but I don't think... They, Rockstar doesn't make deals like that because they don't have to. Like, they don't, they don't... Whatever they make, people flock to. It doesn't matter. So mm. whatever they're doing now is all in their own thing. There are no exclusives. There's no Sony deal. There's no there's no Xbox deal. It's just when's Rockstar's next game coming out? Okay, now everyone's swarm. Go, 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 right? Like that's all they care about. They're, they oh, yeah. print money. They're like Nintendo and a Mario game. They just make it and everyone buys it. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to consider, not saying I'm doing it for sure, but if I want to play this in 4K like I would on my PC and I want to play it at, you know, a great frame rate and have the best graphics of, at the time, like I would do on my PC, I might get an Xbox One X and buy it. That might be the right. reason I do it. Because I got to play, I gots to play that, plays that game. It is easily the most desirable game on this podcast between these two players. Oh, without question, dude. Right, best game right. of the generation. We're not going to talk about that DLC anymore. You've had, you've, you've vented <laughs> your frustration. Look, before that DLC, it was my favorite. It just it just blew all my momentum. It, and it, oh, but I still love it. It's still happen? in my head. I still love it. That's crazy to me because it that was the perfect add-on because it didn't it didn't take the existing story or any of the other satisfying elements and ruin them. It said, "Hey, what if yeah. alternate universe what if?" That's fun if I start it's... if I started over now, yeah. I, I think it wouldn't kill me at all. It just happened to kill my momentum. At that time, it was just the wrong thing for me in my current progression for that to come out yeah. and for me to to step into it. This it was, was also this is also 2006 where Brian Dunaway was adamantly 
uh, or sorry, 2010, uh, even then you were adamantly opposed to uh, Steam. That was not a thing you were into. Yeah, um, 2010 is about the time I was probably coming around. Starting to a little bit. But man, I'll, I yeah. remember the conversations we would have. Do I still have that click? I, or I do. I have, a, I have a sound of you from way back in a podcast in 2006. Would you like to hear it? Oh my, please do. Here's Brian Dunaway, circa 2006, on on a podcast with me, and he said the following words. I don't like Steam. There you go. You I, said... I still think the name is dumb. I... <laughs> I will forever think Steam is a dumb name. Oh, man. It, it makes absolutely no sense. Sure it does. Valve. Steam. Get it? They let off Steam with the Valve. It's a Valve. Steam. Steam Valve. It's dumb. Eh, you don't like Steam. I don't like Steam. Yeah, we know. Look. Okay, look Look here. Uh, how about how dumb it is? I cannot go. Even today, I, I, I'm almost tempted every time to open my browser and go to Steam.com. It's not that it's Steam-powered. Why? Because they made bad decisions so you're so mad because the url isn't resolving to steam this is the little this is the little tip of the steamberg i don't like steam okay let me look i stand up. by that statement all right i'm gonna look up but I, but I like the service the service is great steam.com is still owned by who let's just see steam.com is not resolving did somebody is someone squatting it now yeah somebody's squatting it mm. oh yeah yeah i think squatting st- hard i bet valve has a lot of money and they could buy it if it i bet they could yeah, they don't care maybe they should yeah maybe they don't I, care. They, it, it doesn't matter i don't usually visit steam in my browser usually i go to my little application but you know yeah eh. whatever you got to if, do. If i don't like the, steam. if that's the biggest thing i got to complain about on steam it's okay. I don't like Steam. All right. Well, now we don't know like that it. you don't like Steam. Anyway, I may get an Xbox One X in order to play Red Dead on day one in, in the best fidelity possible. By right. then, I'll probably have a 4K TV because they're so freaking cheap. Um, I think that next fall is probably the time that I'll care. I know a lot of people have jumped on 4K TVs early. Not me. I'm just kind of like, man, it's wait until the prices get down. And they're down now. You can get like a... Oh, my goodness. I got a 4K TV just a, what, like about six months ago for... It was a 50-inch name brand for like $700. Yeah, it's stupid cheap. It's ridiculous. So I'm going to get something like that, and then I may as well just shell that out. (laughs) I say all this is kind of painful to even think about spending this money, but it's Red Dead. It's the game of that generation. It's the sequel that I must play it, and I must play it on day one, and I can't wait for the PC version. I'll probably get the PC version too. That is to say also... And then play both of them again, because why the hell not? It's the greatest, I, I one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah, it is going to be great. Well, let's let's hope it doesn't disappoint us. Uh, we're certainly not building it up too much, but yeah, <laughs> I, I I can't wait myself. And I'm wanting to get an Xbox just because, just to piss you off. Well, you can get, I'm gonna one. get one first. It's totally fine. Right. You should totally get one. Like I'm not again. I would like to reiterate: people should get whatever they want to freaking get. I'm Absolutely. just. I'm saying until that moment, I have not been given a good reason to get one. That will we should be talk a good about reason. something other than Xboxes. Well, I agree. This, maybe maybe. Or this is going to become the Xbox. Yeah, podcast. we should talk. We should talk about Steam. I don't like Steam. Oh, never mind. We won't talk about Steam. Hey, Rocket League. You know Rocket Ooh, that's League. That's a good game. Yeah, that's a good game. It's on the, the PC, PS4, Xbox One. Oh, there's that Xbox again. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I'd forgotten that they put a version out on the Switch. I totally spaced that. And I was a big-time sucker for Rocket League. I really, really liked that game. I still play it uh, here and there on the PC. But some of my earliest, I don't know, streaming me being an idiot moments came from from Rocket League. It's a great game. 
I loved it that it was cross-play, uh, not necessarily, you know, group with your friends cross-play, but everybody's playing in the same battlefield. So right. PC, uh, PSN, Xbox people, they're all playing on the same servers. It may not be true of Xbox. I'm actually not sure about that. Uh, or maybe it's question. not Sony that is. No, it is Sony because I remember Sony made a big deal about it. And when they launched it, it was like, there'll be a ton of players because the PC people are already in there. And Anyway, I can't oh, remember. Yeah. Anyway, played the hell out of it, loved it, forgot all about the Switch getting a version of Rocket League. And maybe part of the reason I forgot is when I uh, heard about it, I probably just blew it off. I was like, eh, little half-ass version. Who cares? Like, that's not <laughs> that's not for me. Um, boy, was I wrong. So I got it on Steel. Uh, steel. <laughs> I got it on Steam. Uh, Steam. Uh, sorry, Sale. I got it on Sale. I said, sale. I said sale. Steam again. I don't like Steam. I know you don't. So we... we <laughs> I got it on Sale for like... 11 bucks or whatever it was on the shop. It may still be that. I don't know if it's still on sale or not, but I thought, you know what? I'm just going to get wow, it. Seven bucks? 11 bucks. 11. Oh, 11 bucks. Yeah, still, still a good deal. Because normally it's 20. It's 19.99 yeah. normally or something or 29, whatever it is. So I picked it up and buy gum. That is one hell of a version of Rocket League. It's great. It's great. It's everything Rocket League should be. The frame rate's great. It looks great. Uh, I, I mean, I can tell texture-wise some of that stuff's dumbed down a little, obviously from the PC version, but yeah. but it plays plenty good. All the gameplay is there, and I stayed up the other night and played Rocket League in my in my bed for hours, just hours and hours and hours of unlocking tar- car stuff and all that. And you might say, well, Scott, did all your unlocks carry over? No, they don't do that. Why would they do that? I'm unlocking it all free and new, or like it's all fresh and new, and it comes with a Luigi and a Mario car. So you oh, can no, that is that is cool. Yeah, it is cool. I like that. It's a nice little touch. That, yeah. that is pretty much worth buying right there for the whole thing. Yep. And when, you, match, when, you, when you do, uh, I'm trying to think one of the moves. Which one is it where it sounds like you're grabbing a bunch of coins? Maybe it's the turbo or maybe it's jumping. Right. Jumping makes you so go, dory, dory, like that. How how's it control? Is it is it it's better? Great. Same. 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 As you'd expect. Yeah. You get the stick for steering, the stick for moving your camera, the the trigger for gas, the, the A button jumps, uh, or the, in this case, the B button. But the layout's exactly the same as you're used to on the other controllers. It's it's the same. Okay. Like, I'm not having any trouble controlling it or having as much fun as I ever did on the, on the other one. I also tried it on the TV, on the Switch, with a Pro Controller. Same deal. Ran great. No problems. No issues. I'm super impressed. And I'm, and I, this sounds, it's also obvious because they've been around for a while now. They've been very successful with this game. They've got a rad little esports following going. Like, it ain't nothing wrong with the with the Rocket League world. But Mm-mm. how how I didn't just jump on that Switch version, I don't know. And I'm playing multiplayer without any noticeable ping or anything. I'm just laying in bed on a Wi-Fi connected Switch playing that thing until 2 a.m. My wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, kicking ass and taking names. Go back to bed. <laughs> Now that is good to hear because one of the problems I have is I have a little bit of, of range uh, trouble with with my switch. It doesn't seem to go as far as a lot of my devices on the Wi-Fi at home. Mm. And uh, Rocket League is very sensitive to ping. I mean, it doesn't take much, and you're losing. Yeah, that's, I guess that surprised me because I didn't have yeah. any. I'm not having any of that with this. It's just smooth <laughs> sailing from the second I turn it on to the minute I'm burying balls in the net oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah uh it's good so if you're if you're thinking man i sure could go for some rocket league in my life uh anybody listening to this that's a great way to do it if you've got a switch and again i think i don't know this for sure because i I don't know how to tell 
Uh, so someone would have to tell me. I'd have to go look it up and research it. But I'm pretty sure that I'm playing in the larger pool of players. I've yet to right. have to wait for a game. Maybe a ton of people bought it for the Switch, or maybe, maybe again, I'm included in a bit. The, the 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 entirety of the player base are all playing on the same servers. I don't I don't know, but it I was never waiting for a game. There are always people to play with. Um, they made a couple of friends, added them to my list, won my first three competitive games. Like it all just came back to me. It's like riding a bike. It's a great game. That's great. Yeah, I love it. So it's by the way, it's nothing like riding a bike. Uh, it's like playing a game console. Roller Coaster Tycoon on Nintendo Switch. I just got an email in from Atari. Uh, they 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 launched a start engine campaign to bring Roller Coaster Tycoon to the Nintendo. Wait, Switch. that means it's not there yet. It's they're trying to get right. it to come there. Yeah, they're they're uh, they they've got supporters so far to exceed uh, the minimum goal of ten thousand to move forward. They've done that, uh, and so they're moving forward. With that so everything this year, everybody's making huge moves to flock to the Switch. Well, even to get on that. Yeah, thing. I mean, every, it's weird that they need to campaign that. People would buy that. That would be a thing that would make money. I was curious about that. I was like, why the campaign? It's okay. on. It's on phones. It's Atari's on, doing some really weird stuff. I guess so, but th- that game. But isn't the the Atari publisher is different than the than the Atari people making that box, yeah. right? Right. That I which makes it so. more confusing because none of those people are the same people. But yeah, I think Atari none, none of the original Atari as we knew it. No, it's all exist. gone. The whole thing's a big stripped monkey. But in the case of like <laughs> <laughs> in the in the case of uh, uh the publishing side of it, that's still Warner Brothers, I think. I'm not totally sure right. about that. That may have also flipped hands since I la- I'm now I now I'm starting to think maybe that my memory's rough on that. But the point well, is they uh, they're all over the place with Atari things. Some people are publishing, some people are doing hardware now with that weird Atari box that's coming out. I don't know what to think of any of that stuff till I see it. Um, but that, yeah, that yeah. pre-order price, freaking F that. I'll get an Xbox One X before I get one of those. <laughs> right, yeah, what? It's a no-brainer there. I did it again. I mentioned Xbox One X. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, man, why would you do that? Hey, in I the chat li- room. Yeah. Like Steam. <laughs> Sean the Sean. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Or is it Scene the Scene? Uh, Frog Pants. Hey, are you talking about free-to-play Overwatch this weekend? No, we're not. No, we'll say it. We'll mention it. You can play free to play it free on all the platforms this weekend. But they do that all the time, and especially around these hall- these um, events, they do. So we're now in the Lunar New Year, freaking Chinese New Year thing they do, right. and uh, Year of the Dog stuff. So if you want to go do that, that's they did this last year too. It's free weekend for Overwatch. Wee! So a bunch Please. of noobs can get into your games and make your life hard. That's how I see it. Right. So if you're not going out uh, this weekend for <laughs> Valentine's week, uh, sit home lonely and play some uh, Overwatch. You got any good? good uh, you got any good plans there for um, Valentine's Day on Wednesday? Good. You can do anything. Yeah, of know? course I do. I got great plans. I'm going to play uh, Overwatch free this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't have anything good planned because I am a terrible husband. Horrible. Um. All right. What else did I play? Oh. So I've been doing this D&D show on Saturdays. Yeah. Uh, Tell me about it. There Will Be Dungeons at therewillbedungeons.com. We're uh, three sessions into our campaign, about three hours per session. The entirety of that stuff is at therewillbedungeons.com. You can find YouTube videos, podcast versions, Twitch VODs, all that stuff. And uh, we really are having a blast to the to the point that it's actually really inspiring me in lots of ways. I've been drawing stuff about it. Um, we've been getting fan art, which is really cool from fans. And one thing it got me to do, which I didn't have, I had no plans to do this. It's kind of twofold. So Obsidian Entertainment, they make a lot of great RPGs. Pillars of Eternity oh, was yeah. one of my favorite RPGs that I've had in a while. That came out in, what, 2015? 
And it was originally kickstarted and was kind of a big deal, and it finally came out. And it plays like the old Baldur's Gate games, but modern. Um, right. Great story, great dialogue, great mechanics and you know systems and all that. Um, played the hell out of that. And then I got wind in the last couple of days, they're starting to do pre-orders for Pillars of Eternity 2, which is not out yet. It's supposed to be out in April. Very much looking forward to that. And I thought, well, I don't, I don't have that yet because it's not out, but I kind of want to get this D&D party kind of game going. Right, right. I kind of liked Divinity 2, but not as much as everybody else seems to. It kind of mm-hmm. left me a little bored, but I'm not normally bored by these CRPGs, so I, I, thought, I, I thought that was a little weird. And also the first Divinity didn't bore me at all. So for whatever reason, Divinity 2, which is working for so many people, it's not knocking on the game. I think it's a me problem. It's not clicking with me the way it is with a lot of my friends. So I forgot or remembered that I had Tyranny, another game from Obsidian Entertainment that they put out in 2016, late 2016. So it's still relatively new that I picked up and forgot uh, to to sort of finish um, Mm -hmm. or just forgot I had it. And uh, what's cool about this is it's a similar kind of game, almost the exact kind of game. Top down, dudes running around, D&D systems, uh, big world, big story, all that. Right. Mostly um, positive uh, to very positive. Yeah. People really like it. The twist here is you're evil. You're the bad guy. Um, you're not. You're, you are set up as somebody who's working for the ultimate bad guy. Imagine yourself. You're like um, one of so, Sauron's so you're buddies, like, basically. You're like, this, you're like the Silver Surfer. Kind of like that, yes. I'm working for Galactus. Right. Um, and... Yeah, that's a really good comparison, actually. Now, I don't hmm. know if I turn good at some point because I never finished the first story, the first run through. So I started over a whole new run of the thing, re-rolled a character, went magic caster this time because I've been hearing about the, how the casting system in there is so good and I didn't do it the first time through. So I just started playing that again. So that's the other thing I've been playing, Tyranny. I don't know why. Just uh, an excuse to have a party of five dudes running around casting magic and healing and you know, putting down uh, uh, stuff, stabbing people in the back, stealing their treasure, all that. I I like it. I I'm I don't think I was even really. I think I saw the name and I knew Obsidian Entertainment was coming out with the game, and I never dug into it. And I'm kind of sad to see that it was released in 2016 and is still floating around the price of 45, 50 bucks. Because I really want to do it. It's but, on sale uh, occasionally. They had it last, uh, the last big sale. I think they had it down to 19 or something. Totally worth it, and though. Appara- and apparently, if you buy Tyranny now, the Commander Edition on Steam, mm-hmm. uh, it includes the base game and ringtones. Yeah. That's right. There's something else, Ringtone. though. The Isn't there like a little DLC that comes with that or something? Oh, yeah. If you if you want to buy the Overlord Edition, oh, that's what it is. Uh, yeah. you'll get the game, ringtones, books, forum avatars, and wait for it. Much more. <laughs> well, that much more really right. got me. I'm going to go upgrade my order. Uh, I just have the base game, but it's um, it's worth it. It's good. I mean, if you like those kind of games, it's totally worth it. And it's it's probably going to, I don't know, it's like a 70-hour campaign or something. Right. Like, there's a ton of stuff in there. And I'm really getting into the story this time. I'm not skipping dialogue. I'm listening to everything everybody says. Like so, Oh, so your, your brainwaves have been altered. Mm-hmm. Since you've been playing old school yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, you're it's, like it's increased. Yes! It's increased my um. How, how do I put this? Patience. I've had. I've always been a little impatient with quest text. It's like maybe WoW did this to me. It kind of made me. 
uh, weird with that. Because you'll get a thing. I remember when WoW first came out and I'd read everything. Oh, yeah, go get some monkey tails and bring them back and we'll see what happens. And I used to get really into that. But after a while, I just got click, 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 accept, accept, accept. Because it's just going to send you where you need to go and do the thing come back. You didn't really care about the story. Sometimes you would do more uh, mainline quest story and pay more attention. But for the most part, you just got in this mode of skipping. Well, that affected a lot of RPG experiences for me. I started skipping whenever I just was like, okay, lady, I don't need to hear this. And just choose whatever. Um, playing D&D again... For the first time in a very long time. I haven't played since second edition rules. It's been a long time. That is a real um, long time. Yeah. I was probably in, what would that have been? My 20s? Uh, 20, yeah, or no, yeah. I may have been in my teens then. I'm trying to remember oh. when second edition came out. I don't remember. But I never played first. Came later. I think first time I ever played may have been second. But anyway, the point is, uh, it's been forever. So I'm kind of noob in it a little bit in there but i've been reminded oh yeah we need to listen carefully to what this dm is telling us and where to go and what to do and where we are and who we are and that makes it so when i'm in a game like tyranny again i'm not skipping anything i'm super into whatever i'm being told so weird little uh effect side effect of uh playing standard dungeons and dragons again fifth edition wow they're oh fifth edition or oh so now you're playing fifth edition We're playing but fifth back now. in the day yeah. you played second edition that is correct and I doubt okay, so a little was, bit of fourth with, I remember a weird night where we started a campaign at a party, but people were drunk and it never worked out. Right. But, that but, never worked out. Yeah. So that's my, drunk. that's my complete, well, I wasn't, but that's my complete experience with fourth edition was party, drunk people. Right. You're all terrible. I'm not playing this. Goodbye. Jimmy, Jimmy two times in the chat room says he's, uh, he's never played D and D it's a crime. You should play. And you should watch you should watch the podcast if you want to know what it's all about. I mean, I'm getting a lot more people asking me about D&D recently, mm -hmm. including my own son, who is 19 now. Uh, and he went out and bought uh, a starter set all on his own, uh, the fifth edition. Uh, and I just picked him up because uh, 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 he, be he wants to be the game master. He, he wants, wants to be, be the dungeon the, master. The dungeon so. master, yeah. That's cool. Absolutely. So I, I bought him this uh, this little screen dungeon yep. master screen yep. so that he can get in there and he's got a little sheets and everything and so we're just kind of taking it a little bit of time getting to getting to know the game yeah and uh fifth edition fifth edition is great because it's uh very very um uh what's the word it's it's it's, it's flexible so there's a lot more like yeah. story opportunities and and less stringent sort of um rules that sort of slow things down and stuff it's it's Let me tell you who cool. does some great uh, Dungeons and Dragons artwork, some really official stuff. Mm. Obsidian, well, of course he does. Stuff's awesome. Oh, abnormal. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of our own Obsidian Entertainment, he'll mm -hmm, do it for mm -hmm. you. Check that out. He will. I also played some Subnautica, which I you know, yeah. I was most interested about this when I saw it in your list because I've been wanting to pick up Subnautica. Mm. Uh, are you playing this? Is is don't, can't you play the VR version of this? Or you can, you and that's what it? I thought it was. So so here's the story for me. Back when VR was a thing for me, <laughs> where I was right. caring about VR. It more. will be again. It will be again. It's just right now, I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of burned on it. But uh, mm. at the time, uh, there was this early access game called Subnautica, and I don't really go in for the, the survival games, not really into that, like Rust and, you know, whatever. Not really my bag. Right, right. Um, I've tried. I have Daisy. I've tried all those games, and I just man, just doesn't. They don't do it for me. Neither did Minecraft and survival mode. Just not my thing. So uh, along comes Subnautica, and at the time it was VR. I think it was VR only. Is the only way I could play it. 
I can't remember. I think so, though. Right. And it was jacked right. up because it was early access and didn't run great, and I was sick in that thing. That game made me sick. So I just kind of <laughs> put it aside and forgot all about it. Then jump a couple of weeks ago or a week ago or so, and everybody's going, oh, dude, Subnautica, I've been playing it for eight hours. Oh, my gosh, my, my that's all I'm having on my stream today. Subnautica, gosh. Subnautica, Subnautica. Everybody wants to play Subnautica. And I thought, what happened in the intervening time? Like, when did Subnautica suddenly become the thing everyone had to play? So I reinstalled it because I already had it, fired it up, no longer requires VR if it ever did. And it's, uh, I can see why people are into it. I mean, I still think it's not necessarily my kind of genre, but where they've decided to do this is really nifty. Your spaceship crashes on an all water planet and oh. you're, you're in an escape pod and it's all you've got to start out with and you have to swim around using what oxygen you have to find precious minerals and items and food and stuff, take it back, uh, craft better things. Uh, eventually you can build out incredible underwater habitats and, you know, it's all that stuff. It's that kind of thing. Right. Um, and what I think makes this one different is graphically and mechanically, it's really polished. Like it feels like a really well thought out, non janky experience. Um, it's also beautiful and kind of just breathtaking um and it's a total it's a total switch from everything else you're looking at right yes i would as far say as gaming goes i would say yeah, open world well i mean underwater. there's ton, there's t yes that's the difference because it is at its core it's a survival game where you build shit it's the same mm -hmm. you 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 find stuff you survive you make a thing you craft a better thing you, now that you have those things you can craft even a better thing than that now you can kill higher end creatures because you got a cool little tool to do it. Before that, you didn't have this. You never went in those caves. Now you can go in those caves. Oh, what's in these caves? Better uh, metals and materials so I can bring them back and make better stuff. It's that whole, that's the treadmill. Um, and mm. some people love that. Now, what I like about it is there's a normal mode. Then they have another mode just above that where you don't have to worry about food or water. And that is a much better way to play, in my opinion, because. I don't want to worry about those things. It's like, don't starve. I don't give a shit. I don't want to worry about those things. I want to play a video game, not worry about starving. So, so I skip those and I go to that mode. That's the mode I've been playing. But then they also have a hardcore mode where you're dead, you're dead, forget it. And mm -hmm. then a creative mode, which all these games seem to have too. Uh, kind of like Minecraft creative mode, except you don't fly anywhere. But where you just have everything at your disposal and just make whatever you want. It's so like a Lego underwater experience there's no limit on how long you can stand or water and you can just build anything you want anytime you want and kill whatever creature you want to and and all that it's really cool huh. it's a cool game i think it deserves the the praise it's getting again right. it's not my genre but they're they've come a lot closer for me to what i would actually play who did who did they piss off around the uh february the 6th or the 8th why would have the developers that? because uh on, uh, you, on Steam, I've never really, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen this. On customer reviews mm -hmm. on Steam, uh, there was a high volume of negative re reviews detected uh, February the 6th through the, February the 8th. Oh, who uh, knows? And it, it shows you a whole chart. I've never seen this show up on, on my <laughs> Steam. Oh, hold uh, on. Reviews. Sorry. I'm on here and video played. I, uh, I think that's just, isn't that just down to like people are dicks? Dicks? Like, isn't that just right. it? Like, you're, you people they band together and do like mass negative reviews for something because yeah, they did some, something some, to develop some Reddit like. somewhere got PO'd and said, Let's go downvote everything. Yeah. I'm, that annoys me. I don't Jerks. like that. Not a fan of it. 
<laughs> By the way, why is Duck Game currently one, two, four, five, seventh most popular game streaming on Twitch right now? Thirty-three thousand viewers. Why is this happening? Hold on. The real question, Scott, is why are we not streaming Duck Game so that we can be the top eight or nine? Oh. Here it is. It's Monday in 2018. LUL. I don't know what this is. Some popular streamers playing it. That's why. Oh, that's the reason why. All right. Well, anyway. So, uh, so, some popular streamer that's not us. Yeah, it isn't. Oh, yeah, hell, yeah. hells yeah, it's not us. Um, I'm looking on here just to see if Subnautica is in the top anything, and they're not at the moment. Oh, no, they are. They're oh, like so we down. got our chat room come to the Obsidian, came yeah. through, our, through for us here. Uh, Subnautica developer fired over many hateful statements. Uh, according to GameIndustry.biz article. Oh, well, all right then. So that explains... I didn't heard about that. Here's what I would say, though. Uh, maybe maybe the thing to do is uh, is focus on who's doing it and not necessarily go review bomb the game because there are more people than yeah. just him involved in that, probably. I don't understand mm -hmm. why people do that. It's a weird way to do that. It's like Yelp reviews. Ah, the, the, the founder of Jimmy John's shoots uh, deer in the head and puts their heads on the wall. Quick, everyone give a negative Yelp review to all the Jimmy Johns. No, they're tasty sandwiches. They're fine. You can decide yourselves if you don't want to go. Just say, I don't want to go. I'm not going to go support them. I'm not going to spend my money there. That's fine. That's a thing you should do. But all this fakery, like, this is the worst game I've ever played, even though it probably is one of the best games you play, but you're just saying that because you're pissed at the guy? Seems weird. That's ridiculous. Vote with your dollars. Vote with your dollars. Okay. Not with your douchiness. No. Unknown Worlds Entertainment has dismissed its sound designer after a slew of controversial posts on social media. Uh, Simon served as sound designer on the studio's most recent release, Underwater Survival title, Subnautica, but tweeted yesterday, so I just got fired. And so I guess that was enough to set the people on fire. Did he say anything else? Like, uh, Sure. Uh, let's see. The reason why he was fired, according to Kotako, Kotaku, <laughs> Kotaku. How do you say Kotaku? You know what a Kotaku mm. is? It's a taco. Kotaku. Two people could eat. Two ta one taco, two people. Right. Confirmed his dismissal <laughs> with game director Charlie Cleveland explaining, over the weekend, we discovered that one of our team members had made many hateful statements online that are against our company's values. So oh. I guess you'd have to head over to Twitter to find out what exactly he said. But All right. Hey, man. He was being hateful. Sure. Whatever it takes, I guess. Uh, mm. Anyway, it's always fun looking through the list of who's on top right now. Right now, we got Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, number one, Fortnite Battle Royale, number two. Uh, They're right next to each other, about a thousand people separating them at the moment. Uh, League of Legends after that, Grand Theft Auto V. We were just talking about that. Still uh, around, baby. Dota 2, Hearthstone, Duck Game. <laughs> You'll never see Duck Game in the top 10 again, everybody. <laughs> Duck game is my favorite. Counter Strike and Overwatch tied for roughly for tenth uh, or ninth. Anyway, it's fascinating to me. Um, all right, what was the point of that? There's that. Oh, that's what I played, There's Brian. That. Hey, Subnaka, cool game. Uh, Dick sound designer. Uh, <laughs> although I'd say his uh, the sound work in it, it's really good. So it's unfortunate he's a butthole. Brian, yeah, what'd yeah. you play this week? What'd you do? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I played. But first, uh, do we have a number we can throw up? If how yeah. do you want to give away this Warhammer? quest we have a <laughs> i'll tell you what you we could have somebody call you want to do that you want to have somebody call yeah, Would somebody call in the chat room we won't make it we won't embarrass you no i mean just no I, I don't, why would you assume we'd embarrass them that's a weird thing to assume right off the bat it's, it's like it's hey yeah we haven't called don't worry we won't embarrass you it'll be fine it's fine we don't embarrass you people we don't we don't we don't make fun of you <laughs> all right what did i play this week well i continue to play owl boy 
uh, which, uh, it, by the way, is still lo- loads of fun. Uh, it's a platform adventure game, like I said last week, where you are an owl. Yeah. Boy. So you have like this jacket with like this owl wings on it, and you fly around and you perform tasks. The story is very rich, very story driven. Uh, the town's full of jerk bullies, by the way, when you play Owlboy, and uh, you're the target of most of that bullying. So good luck with that. Um, but as I continued to play, I'm realizing this game is, on one hand, making me think that I need to think harder than I actually am. Okay. Every time I get to a puzzle area, I overthink it. Okay. And I end up taking way too long in an area, and the solutions are usually much more mundane than I'm giving the game credit for. Because uh, there's so many different mechanics uh, when you go to a certain area. So like, there's like one area mm-hmm. uh, where you have, to, you have to pick up a cloud because you're Owlboy. Uh, you pick up the cloud with your with your little wings and your gripper, and you squeeze the cloud, and it rains. Okay. So that is how you solve some of your puzzles. Like there may be something in a a, a well that you need to rise up to the top. So as an boy, you go over, you grab your cloud, and you head on over, and you squeeze the cloud, and it gets to where you need to be. Like you do. However, I understand. sure. Like you do. Mm-hmm. Like you do. However, you won't see it, but you'll be flying along, and all of a sudden your cloud disappears. Like. Why did it just poof away? What happened? <laughs> you think, well, maybe it's a timing thing. Maybe it's, you know, it disappears after so many seconds. So you keep trying it. Then you realize, oh, you sepia tone piece of crap, because everything is very muted in this game. Uh, the colors are very muted, and the backgrounds are all like stone work, and the clouds almost kind of look a little bit like the stone sometimes. Yeah. And I realize that I'm passing by a vent hole that's in the, uh, like, some of the columns. And it's blowing out air, which is represented by little bitty small puffs of cloud that oh. I didn't really see when I was flying around. And uh, so, which I have to do is find like a plug to plug that up. So anyway, yeah. that seems to be the thing I have to do a lot of mm. in the current area I'm in. And uh, so I'll be heading in one direction thinking that's where I need to be. And I'll totally overlook something because I'm so convinced that I got to plug something up that I totally miss my simple goal, which is, you know, just fly right over here, Brian, and you're out. And uh, I keep getting stuck there because I'm overthinking it. Well, Literally, I've, I've played it. Every time I play it, I'll be in an area for like more than five minutes. Yeah. I stop and I go, okay, I'm overthinking it. And sure enough, every time. Well, listen, Al, Owlboy is um, not to be taken lightly, right? Like you got to get it. It's very serious. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, Owlboy is a real deep, rich experience. It's just so full of little little things. If you if you look at the animation they did uh, and, and the facial expressions that Owlboy has uh, when he gets to certain areas and when the story takes a certain turn, it's just amazing. It's a very deep game, even though it's a very simple, pixelated game. It's uh, it's been it's been a fun, fun experience most of the time, except when I realize I'm overthinking it. Yeah, that's a stop. That's but okay. Very positive reviews. Yeah, you still haven't picked it up yet. No, you? I have not picked up Owlboy. I mean, your descriptions no. of it have been having heavenly, but I I haven't gotten yes. around to it yet. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. Well, and sometimes like. Uh, there's a lot of things that you can shoot. I, I talked about last week. You can pick up your friend who goes with you, and he has a little plasma rifle. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that he can shoot, and there's a lot of things he can't shoot. And so I'm constantly convinced that oh, he can shoot that if I just hit it right. 
And of course, that's all wrong. And once again, like I said, it's on me. It's yeah. on me. Yeah, it's all Brian. But but one game that should only take four hours to play. I'm on like six like six hours so far, oh, and I'm my, like, and it's a lot. I don't know chapter three. I believe in you. I think you can do it's this. It's embarrassing. No, it really is. Listen, I think the 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 future of Owlboy for you is bright, and we should all stand and witness right. the greatness that is Brian's Owlboy play. So if you want to play something brutally, play Owlboy like I do. Mm. How's Knack? Mm. That's, that's free on PS4 this month. You got Knack there? Uh, that's I, old. I that's got, a launch title, you know, that Knack game. I got the Knack. Uh, that's uh, Mark Cerny, right? Didn't he? Oh, did he have something to do with that? Yeah, he's he's the developer behind that. He's also has all the stuff with uh, with the PS4. He's done. A, he's been a very integral part of that. By the way, is it me or does he look like Dana Carvey? He looks a little like Dana Carvey. I saw your tweet. They've got yeah. some very similar stylings. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes, this Knack game, which was a launch title, like you said, for uh, the for the PlayStation Four. Yep. Uh, I, do you ever get the bundles when you get? No, I don't do that. And next, next, uh, well, I mean, next, fine. Oh, hey, wait, we have a phone call. We're going to give away a code. You want to give away a code? Knack. Yes. Hi, you're on the air. Did you Hi. want, do you want to win a free game? Oh, me hung up. See, he got I chicken. told you. He got chicken and left. Dude, we're serious. We'll give you a free game. Call in and get a free game. We'll give you a free game right here. We won't ask you anything about the Xbox. No, look at that. Two, uh, 801-285-9395. It's simple. It's right there on the screen. Just call it. You want a game. Okay, anyway. So, yeah, Knack. It was a, it was a launch title. It did not review super good. Well, is the word I meant. Right. Uh, right. How, how is it now? How does that hold up, that Knack game? I think it holds up very well. I think it, so it didn't get good reviews because no. I thought it did eh. Well, maybe so, eh. I mean, eh is eh. probably closer to it. Metacritic. Right. Knack. Let's see. Knack 1. Uh, PlayStation. Here we go. Uh, Knack reviews. I can't find them for some reason. <laughs> They've been hidden. Uh, There's a conspiracy. Well, yeah, that's weird. Oh, here we go. Knack for... Okay, here we go. Knack. Uh, Knack. Knack. I got the 54 back. out of 100. That's pretty low uh, for a game. It's pretty low for yeah. a game. It's not the great. But let me tell you, the game is actually, I think it's an excellent game. Uh, it's a it's a beat-em-up. It's a platformer uh, beat-em-up. And it's very simple in the controls. The buttons are, are very simple. Uh, the fighting mechanisms are very simple. Yeah. However, you have to time them in such a way that to get through each section. I played this on the hardest level, by the way. I've, I've decided I've decided that I am done playing games on the easy easy setting. I well, only why don't play you just go for the normal setting? Why don't you just do the, the normal ones instead? Normal seems lame to me. <laughs> it but, just seems but when, dumb. But when you were doing easy, what was the thinking there? If you thought normal, oh, when was I was lame. doing easy, I thought, okay, let me let me tell you something. The way I used to game, okay. the way I used to game was, I wanted to see as much of the story, yeah. And so I wanted to get, I wanted to get as far along as I could with as little resistance as possible. <laughs> I've done that, sure, I understand that. Right. So I, I wanted to see the end. I'm, I was more interested in the end game. Now I'm more interested in the game design. It's like, how is this? How is this developer treating me as a gamer? Are they treating me with respect? Mm. Do they think that I can accept a challenge and complete a challenge? 
Now, the thing about hard is if you play hard level, you can get stuck in places and get very frustrated. Yeah, you can get stuck yeah. in an area forever. If the game doesn't support, here's my choice. Here's my I do. If the game supports real time switching of difficulty, which most games do now. Right. I can which go into options and change it. If they let me do oh, that, goodness. then I'll go hard and then we'll see. If they don't right. offer that, then F hard. Because if you get stuck, <laughs> you're just going to be pissed and not play your game, especially Knack that barely eked out a 54% on Metacritic in 2013. <laughs> I would never play that on hard unless I could switch back to something Look, easier. Did, did you like Crash Bandicoot? Sure. In those kind of games, Spyro the Dragon, yeah. those kind of things yeah. from the early PlayStation 1 kind of games. I love those games, and this game is so much like that. Guess why? Mark Cerny was very instrumental in all of that. Uh, and the reason why I went with hard on this is because I I trusted in their game design. Why? And it's I was, a 50, 54 I was, on Metacritic. What made you trust it? I, well, I just trust the developer. Okay. <laughs> even even if it got a low score, I'm going to trust it. It's the same way I do with movies. Yeah. I, mean, I, read, I read reviews for movies all the time. You'll go to freaking Metacritic or someplace and be like, oh, it's it's only a 50. But then you go to Netflix and it's like, you know, it's got like, four and a half stars out of five because the people who are actually watching it are enjoying it well now it just has a thumb on there right they don't even give right, stars right. anymore but yeah true, I, I, true. I take your point but like but if you went to see i mean you went and saw uh crystal skull like the rest of us uh yeah you should probably trust it in spielberg and, and uh, lucas to give you something decent <laughs> We've just, are you really gonna bring that one up you know <laughs> that i'm okay with that movie that's you, true you know and you hate it, and a lot of people hate it. And there's plenty of reasons to hate it, but I'm okay with the movie. And I'm okay with this game. And and I was I was rewarded for picking hard because they have kind of like a catch-up mechanic in this in this game where even if you get stuck in an area, uh, as you're fighting the bad guys, you're able to, to uh, destroy crystals, which give you power-ups. And if you destroy enough crystals, you can use a special power that pretty much makes you invincible. Right. Uh, so... You can kind of if if you're in hard really just means it'll take you more times in each little area. Yeah, no, that makes really sense. That's means. fine. I, right. I'm all up for hard games. I like hard games. I'll play them. I played. I played. You should have heard the words I said when I played Super <laughs> Meat Boy for the first time. Like I'll do it. It's just it's not the. And I want to make this clear to the chat and everybody listening because I don't want to deal with these emails and tweets that are going to be about this. I'm not saying a low review means a bad game i'm saying that if there is a low review and then i still play it and they lock me at hard and i can't ever switch back that's when i'm not playing hard that's my I, only well, point here i'll play normal or easy depending on uh I think, whether or not they let me do that i like the freedom to do it i i think yeah i and i think it only flows one way i'm okay with adjusting as you go along uh but I feel like it's a little bit of cheat if you kind of play easy in some areas and then play hard in other areas. And I get it because it's, but it, it it doesn't trust the gamer to uh, be competent. I don't know. It, see, it seems like poor programmers to go, eh, we don't know how you're going to do it this part. So just free think however you want to do. Just make it hard sometimes, make it easy other times. We don't care. I don't know. It just seems like a cheat to me. Well, that's, that's just a but that's thing. how all games are now, though. And if it's a cheat, right. then you then what if you you spend fifty bucks and you put it on hard, and that's all that ever gets to be for you, and you have no choice. 
<laughs> well, well, there's no value well, I, in that. I think you. I don't. I'm not saying you can't start over. I'm not saying you're locked in. I'm just saying if you've started a game on hard, I think you should have to finish it. I don't think you should be able to go. Oh, I'm you know three fourths the way through. Eh, hard's too hard. I'm quitting. Uh, I think you should have to start over because I'm a jerk. What? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a game where last time I had to do that. It's been a while. I hate. That. I guess it's kind of like people who would go like like you don't like the you don't like the survival games you don't you probably definitely don't like the survival games where you have permadeath. Oh, I hate. Right? It. No, I'm not a big. Well, it's funny because I like roguelikes, but that those there's actually benefits when you die in those games right. where where I'm just like go like in um, Diablo's hardcore hardcore character mode where you make a character and if you die that's it you lose everything. Uh, not interested. And a lot of people say it's the only way to play. Not me. Right, I, right. I don't want. I don't want three hundred hours of wasted time. It's just not interesting <laughs> to me at all. Um, but uh, <laughs> the chat room said, uh, "What is it?" Uh, Midget Wookie says, "You're so you're saying you hate the Xbox? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm saying hard. Hard is relative. Easy is relative. Normal is relative. In fact, you know, there's some games that'll come out and they'll say." Uh yeah, here's normal and normal is like impossible. And you're like, well, all right, yeah. everybody play this on easy unless you're a misogynist. Then, no, masochist, not a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the game would come out and they'll say, oh, it's so it's so hard. Here are all these levels, and if you don't, but then you find out, well, if I don't play it on hardest, it's not even a challenge for me. So I get that that's relative, right? You know, I just I it like the option. Relative. I don't think there's any shame in having an option that says. Not liking the level you're at, or you want to go up, or you want to go down, change it. Nothing wrong with well, that. See, I, yeah, I'm fine with people playing how they want to play. It's like play easy, regular, hard. I'm fine, but I think I don't know. I guess I'm just a jerk. <laughs> you should I pay want, for your wasted I just time. Want, I just want people <laughs> to lock in, just make a decision, be decisive. I don't know, man. It's like, do I want to challenge? Yes. This is a weird draconian uh uh post-apocalyptic future you want yeah. to live in where i have no I choice intens i i intentionally posted on twitter today I, I created a poll and i intentionally left out normal i didn't want those average people in my poll voting for normal so i was like when choosing a difficulty level <laughs> do you always go hard or easy and a lot of people came back and said what about normal yeah. i'm like ah. Don't care about yeah, you. Yeah, go all extreme. Either go so easy it's dumb to even be sitting there, you can do it in your sleep, or go hard. But go yeah, home so if I, you don't want to do anything else. You don't want to do normal? Forget it. F you. Forget you. Forget you guys. 33% right. said hard. 67% said easy. So yeah. I definitely think most people want to experience a game, but they don't want to be hassled too much. And uh, that's not where I'm at in my gaming. That's okay. Life. You're at a stage right now. I get it. But it's stage, yeah. yeah and, I, and it's the hard stage. You're fine if you're playing easy or normal or anything else. I'm just giving you a hard time. But yeah, I like uh Let's right keep now, checking in then, because if this thing works for you, then I want I want to see how far you get with Knack. Do you finish Knack? Do you uh, I think I'm gonna I wanna finish Knack. I, I wanna finish it. It's it's uh it's moving along pretty quickly, like I said, because it, I'm I'm uh I'm motivated to finish each area quickly. But if I do fail, I don't have such anxiety that I won't be able to get past it because every area so far has had crystals that I can kind of, you know, okay, it's going to take me five or six times, but I'm going to get it. I'm yeah. going to get it. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I like that kind of challenge. That's fun. Yeah. So I think, I think, this, is, I think this is good. You I, know what else I, I like, like though? So I, like a game, I, I like a game where I'm like, I'm really enjoying this challenge to, oh, 
you know, I was enjoying this challenge, but <laughs> I'm not really now. I wonder what I could do now that I'm nine hours into this. Hey, how about right. I switch it down to normal? See how that goes. That I like. Jerk. I like you're that. Like a cheater. But the, Starting the game, over, the gimmick... you're never going to start over with nine hours already in. You'll never do it. <laughs> sure, if you don't want it easy, it'll only take like an hour and a half to finish then. Well, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> so, Knack is, is, is I like I like the gimmick of Knack. Uh, there's actually a Knack 2 as well that came out later on. Uh, it, you As you go along, you're collecting these relics. And uh, so you start out small as a small character that can only do so much damage. But you, as you go along and you destroy things and you collect, you start getting bigger until you become a giant monster. And uh, then you just feel like you're just a beast running through the through the levels. It's, uh, I, I feel like I like I, I like balance. I feel like uh, Knack Two was pretty recent, actually. Wasn't that just last? Yeah, fall it, or yeah, it was really recent. It doesn't like it's added much to it other than co-op, which is can be really big, especially if you're couch co-oping. Yeah, uh, and it's it's it looks it looks interesting. I haven't got that point, but it is free uh, on PlayStation Plus uh, yeah. this month, which is so. that is correct. And we'll get to some of those other titles that are free this by month. By the also. way, for by the way, for a game that came out at the very beginning of this generation of consoles, it is like thirty gig download. Oh yeah, no, I, I hate Sony Outrageous. downloads. Sony downloads are terrible. So are Microsofts for that matter. They're just they're. They're too big. I don't get why they're so freaking big. And I say that knowing that there's plenty of big PC downloads, but for the most part, like the smaller indie stuff, I swear it's right. bigger on consoles than the I, downloads I, I get over expect, here. I wouldn't expect Knack that came out at the beginning of the console cycle to be almost as big as like my Overwatch. Yeah, that's freaking half a that's half a World of Warcraft right there. Yeah, that's just little. I'm like, whoa. But the good thing is, uh, this was the first game that I've played on the PlayStation. That allowed me to be in a playable area, so it's like, oh, four gigs to play, and yeah, then then go, you know, yeah, and then the they whole. stream in the rest. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so I'm good. It's a, yeah, which is kind of you good. have to on that platform because their downloads suck. Hey, look at everybody hating on Sony. PSN downloads are terrible. They just are. They don't take advantage of my bandwidth. I can tell you that. I can get a Steam game, forty gig Steam game will be down in I don't know ten minutes for right. a forty gigger. I go in there on my PlayStation, do the same thing, same game. Just the console version. Mm -hmm. See you in a couple of days. <laughs> see you guys. I'll be I'll be at the freaking track betting on horses. I'll come back later and right. see see how this download's going. Look, uh, also someone set their podcast on hard and call in to win this Warhammer quest, or I'm going to activate it on my account. They all gave up. Right I think we should do. We'll just give it to some dude in the chat. They're all chicken. It's fine with They're me. They're all chicken. Yeah, chickens. Okay. We'll do, it, we'll do it sometime here. Hey, look at this, everybody. Uh, me, uh, let's get to some Nintendo news. Metroid Prime 4, that's a game. That's coming soon. Well, no, I don't know how soon, but it's coming. Uh, soon. But, uh, 2019 is what a lot of people are saying, but maybe maybe sooner. Uh, Metroid Prime 4 is being developed by Bandai Namco Singapore. So we now know who's making the damn thing. It's no longer the mm. Texas-based... What was their name? I don't. Oh, Retro Studios. That's where Metroid mm. Prime 1, 2, and 3 were developed. Uh, and they were, I think they were mostly based in Austin, if I remember that correctly. But uh, 4 is being developed in Singapore. Bandai Namco handling the, the, the dev work on that. This is according to a report from Eurogamer. Specifically, the highly anticipated Nintendo Switch exclusive, this is a quote, is being developed by Bandai uh, Namco Studio Singapore, which we understand is the lead studio on the game, in collaboration with Nintendo. This studio's house uh, houses some of the former... Uh, LucasArts Singapore staff, who previously worked on, among other things, the ambitious, canceled 
Uh, recently canceled Star Wars 1313. Oh, no. Yeah, that was right before the acquisition, I want to say, of uh, of Disney and, and uh, Lucas, I think. I think that's how that went. I don't remember for sure. But anyway, uh, this is all according to unnamed sources. Uh, the company is a close relationship with uh, Nintendo as Bandai Namco Studios have previously worked on Mario Kart arcade games as well as Super Smash Brothers for the 3DS and Wii U and Pokémon Tournament for the Wii U and Switch. Uh, Metroid Prime 2 and 3 were developed by Retro, like I mentioned before. Team Ninja worked with Nintendo on Metroid Other M on Wii. That's a poop game. <laughs> Not a good game. Not a good game, guys. Bad game. Uh, Bad game. We don't know much about that game, though, but I know I like me some Metroid. Here's here's your deal. Don't do like Other M. Other M had extra people in it. That's not how you play Metroid. Metroid is about the isolation of space. Right. And Samus being out on her own. And the best she can do is launch a couple of missiles, roll up in a mm-hmm. ball to go through a hole, and just hope for the best. I that, agree. I mean, the, the rolling up in a ball thing is the most important aspect for me. I mean, it's so metaphorical. Yeah, it is, isn't it? If you're, Your whole yeah. life is about rolling up in a ball, really. Yeah. Um, and in Samus. Space. <laughs> in space. All right, let's tie on some Microsoft stuff. So this is the other thing that's tempting me outside of Red oh, Dead 2, it. okay? Buy an Xbox One X now, and you get Overwatch, FIFA 18, and Assassin's Creed Origins for free. Now, here's the problem. I already have hella Overwatch on my PC. I have Assassin's Creed Origins on my PC. I don't want to play that you know, over again, necessarily. Uh, and FIFA 18 is the only game I would get for free, really, here, that, that, would, that would matter to me, because I can't give away or sell the others. Uh, that I already own, so this is a little bit of a bummer, but it's a pretty good deal. Like if I didn't have all three of these games already, or wasn't already totally into the two of them anyway, I would I'd probably do this. Yeah, uh, that price is 449 euros. How much is that US? Uh, doesn't say. More. Oh, this may not even be an option for us. We may not be able to get it in the states. I wonder if that is correct. I don't know. Uh oh, I don't know what's going on. Um. Anyway, that reminds me of Sea of Thieves. I want to get that. When's that come out? It's this month, right? Or is it March? It's March. I think it's March. Yeah, I heard really good things about that beta, which makes me happy because up till the beta, I had been sort of eh on that game, but apparently it's really fun. I did say hella twice in the show, didn't I? Three times now. I Yeah, and our, our views dropped like by about 20%. I, it's deserved. I shouldn't say words like that. That's like me saying yeah. your nails are on fleek. And no, and nobody should say that. I shouldn't say anyone shipping anybody. I shouldn't say... Um, uh, what's another one like shipping? I hate these terms. Uh, I don't know, but I don't even on like, fleek is, is so old now, even my mom knows it. Come on. I don't even like the word uh, verse instead of verses because that's lame and lazy. Verse. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, point Life is... Life is set to hard for Scott. <laughs> <laughs> he wishes right. he had it easy. <laughs> this is exactly right. All right, let's look at the Sony lineup. We talked about uh, Knack being free, but here are the other PS Plus games for February of 2018. They're now available. These are freebies for the PlayStation 4, the PlayStation 3, and the PlayStation Vita. None of them will cost you a dime, assuming you are a PSN Plus uh, subscriber. So I guess they will cost you a dime. It's just a different kind of dime spending. <laughs> anyway, uh, the PS4 owners have two new games this month. Knack, 
which is that deal, and the uh, adventure game Rhyme. Now, I have that on the PC and have meant to play it forever and haven't. Uh, this is a good reminder to maybe open that up, crack that open, and play it. Oh. I hear good things about Rhyme. It's supposed to be awesome. We should play that this week. Can we? Both of us. We'll do it. Well, I don't know if we're going to play it together, but yeah, I mean, it's... we should both play it this week so we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Next Let's week. do that. We'll report on Rhyme next week. See what we think about that. Uh, additionally, one of last month's freebies, the PSVR shooter Starblood Arena, is available at no cost for PS Plus subscribers until March 6th. So they kind of carried one over for the VR crowd. Uh, PS3 folks can get the 2D platformer Spelunker HD. Spelunky. Oh, is that Spelunker HD? I think they meant Spelunky. I'm unsure now. I don't know actually either. Anyway, the turn-based RPG Mujin Soul Z. It's very anime as hell there. Uh, Those with a Vita, meanwhile, be able to download the side-scrolling adventure game Exiles End and tactical RPG Grand Kingdom at no cost. The latter is also playable on PlayStation 4 thanks to cross-buys, so that's another free digital there. Uh, and that's it. So get on it. I don't know what. Uh, look up Spelunker HD. Is that a thing? It, it's not. It's not. I think there was a spell correction on that. Yeah, they screwed up. up. Well done, yeah. GameSpot, with your post and your thing. So lame. By the way, it, this plays right into my current philosophy of gaming. I've changed a lot this year in my philosophy on gaming. One thing I want to do is simplify my gaming. Uh, and so I'm only playing games oh. currently on hard, of course, hard, yeah. trying to get the most for my dollar. Uh, and also, I'm I'm mostly primarily just playing games that I'm getting on the Humble monthly bundle and the games that I'm getting on my uh, PlayStation Plus. So I, if you're if you're playing along at home, those are two ways that you'll kind of know what I'm going to be playing. I'm going to be playing in those kind of areas. Now, I'm playing a few other games, too, but that's primarily what I'm doing right now. Okay. Simplifying my <clears throat> gaming life. Sure. I'm I'm far from doing that, sadly. Mm. Oh, yeah, Spelunker HD is not Spelunky. That's a bummer. No. It's probably not nearly as good as my thinking. <laughs> Could be wrong. Might be right. Who knows? In PC news, if you have a higher ping than your friends... Boo. Well, it used to be you had to get better bandwidth or you had to get uh, quit using Wi-Fi or whatever the things were that you were going to chip away at to try to improve your bandwidth and your lower your ping. Well, now you can pay a subscription to lower it. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Gaming on an overloaded or congested network can be a painful challenge, as you know, Brian. No. You can optimize Indeed. your shit and do what you can, but there's, there's a lot of problems. A lot of uh, video or a lot of uh, network congestion on the Internet in general. Streaming services from video sources like Netflix and so on uh, account for about 70% of peak traffic in North America and uh, 37% alone from Netflix. That's crazy. Anyway, it's insane. Hoping to solve this problem, there's a company uh, service called Gaming Private Networks or GPNs. Uh, or that's what they would refer to themselves as. They're privately run services that consist of a series of servers specifically deployed across the country to route gaming traffic using the most efficient paths possible. So, same internet, better routing. Uh, they function like a VPN, a virtual private network, but the network's data is not encrypted. GPN merely determines what traffic belongs to games and routes the data on different, more efficient paths. So, it may say, well, this this hop to, to Texas, to Alabama, to New York, back to you is the, is the best path instead of a direct connection or whatever because the right, traffic's right. less. Um, anyway, one of them is called WT Fast. They support over a thousand games, so it's game specific, which is crazy. Oh, I was about to say that's that's wild. I thought it would have just been like it would have recognized this is a gaming packet. 
It would make sense. sense. It would make sense that it would be per game, given that every game's got different netcode. Optimized. Yeah. Yeah. Nine dollars ninety nine. Sorry, nine dollars ninety five cents for a single computer. So, and that's per month, by the way. Uh, they have longer plans available, so you can get like an annual plan for under a hundred bucks. That kind of thing. I, I don't like that pricing. I don't know how they. I I like the pricing for nine ninety nine. That's a good price. Yeah. Just don't like is per computer. I I would think it would be per you know pipe. Well, like, others oh. others are more like like the Outfox is another one. Uh, they right. are per network. So that one's let's see. Do they have a price? I can't find it. Oh, also ten bucks a month, and they have a fourteen day free trial. So Outfox sounds interesting. They call themselves the ultimate right. optimized gaming network. Uh, they have extensive game support for games like Heroes of the Storm, League of Legends, Smite. Team Fortress 2, StarCraft 2, Dota 2, Battlefield 1, Rocket League, World of Tanks, Rainbow Six Siege, and so on. These are all games that are very dependent on paying. And, you know, if you're going to compete yeah. and want to compete in a non-LAN environment, that's that's kind of what they're aiming for. I, yeah, this is almost if you're an online gamer, which I play online, maybe 10% of my games mm-hmm. that I play usually are very dependent upon a really good ping. Mm-hmm. Most of us be playing by myself let's face it the article i found tested a- tested these two services by the way and right. they said hold on, i'm trying to find which one got better i can't find it uh, but this we- is a really interesting concept though i i like the idea of being able to uh enhance this because it has become a real problem yeah. trying to get past all that sure. netflix traffic especially around around my t- Around where I live, yeah. around six thirty to eight thirty, yeah. slammed. I mean, you can absolutely tell it. Yeah, there's a like there's a certain time of day here where you can tell everybody's using cable. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. It's like it oh, okay, slammed. Great, the cable. No, this slow. is this is good. I mean, this is this kind of. I think, uh, it, you know, net neutrality. I feel like is kind of related to what people are looking at here because if we said we don't care about these third party people handling it. We want the ISPs to handle it. They could, that's basically what they were wanting to do basically, you know, but then they would start bundling that into your package. So you have like a, probably like a gamer's package or something. Oh yeah. You want to see my gamer's package? Check this out. Hey, look at this though. Uh, they say that WT fast is pretty good, but they prefer Outfox um, because they deliver the best results for, gamers looking just for good general overall um kind of improvement like you're, you're not looking right. at game specific but just kind of an overall improvement they're they're the guys to, to beat it says you know what i would like i would like a service like this but that's designed for outgoing uh you know packet flow that's all about video and audio so just right. from a podcaster Especially perspective for streamers. yeah for streamers yeah. yeah for streamers somebody using twitch i would love a more regulated like best way to twitch kind of thing or to youtube gaming or whoever wherever you're doing it that would be a service I would I probably actually would pay for that. Because oh, abs- absolutely, you'd have you know, to, and yeah. totally would do it. Yeah, yeah, I'd do that Same today, but it ain't gonna happen. So, and yeah, I, yeah, and I the, think in the chat a- room, chat room's right. It's like, oh, great, another monthly subscription. I realize that, but if you're <laughs> like, if your business is in in part or in whole depends on a kind of a streaming capability, this would be no brainer. I would do it. And if you're if you're really heavy, it's just what's important to you. Uh, you know, I, I probably could handle the little higher pings because it's not that important to me usually. But if you're wanting to be if you're wanting to be competitive, you know, if you're really wanting to play at a competitive level. That's what you'd have to do, right? You're like a Zen guru today. 
Everything you say is like, I, if, listen, it just depends on what you're into, man. If you want to play it on hard, Hey, on man, hard. if that's what you, you like wanna, to do. You want to play it like on easy, to, play it on easy. Whatever, man. If you like to, you like to suck your toe <laughs> all the way to Mexico, yeah. knock yourself out, man. Gross. Don't do that. <laughs> also, don't suck your toe in Mexico. I'm not saying that it's a right. dirty country. I'm just saying I've been parts that just, made me worry just about brush your hair and in. don't forget your underwear hey yeah. i'll tell you we have a clever chat room i see some really clever uh word plays on the ping uh i i like it good so yeah <laughs> there you go everybody put that in your cheese these guys and these guys are hilarious i yeah, like it they're great we love them all right we're gonna finish things out with an email real quick to boopshow at gmail.com this came to us from david helms he is uh, the host of the Hearthstone Power Podcast. Fellow, oh. fellow podcaster in the house, everybody. Uh, he says this. Greetings, friends. Just wanted to chime in on the PlayStation versus Xbox conversation. Hold on a second. For some reason, you're... That's not me. what he said. He said debacle. Oh, is that, what, what? Oh, yeah, debacle. There's no debacle, though. Melanie, whatever. He says, prior to Christmas, I owned an Xbox One original and a PlayStation 4 original. I have had a good quantity of games for both systems, but over the years, I've noticed that more and more friends are on PSN instead of Xbox Live. When generating my Xbox, sorry, when generating my generating my Christmas list to my wife, I added exclusively PS4 versions of the new games: Assassin's Creed Origins, Battlefront 2, etc. Not for any particular reason, since I'm not partial to one console or the other. Lo and behold, my parents surprised me with an Xbox One X for Christmas. I have a 4K TV, so I'm super stoked to hook it up. I proceed to proceed to go through the 4K downloadable games. I can't find any outside of the aforementioned games I just got on PlayStation 4 that are available on both systems. I look at the older titles uh, I own, and none of them are 4K compatible. Needless to say, I've had my Xbox One X for 45 days, and I still haven't played a single game on it. That oh. makes me sad. Scott, you are not dissing the Xbox. You are just telling it like it is. Microsoft needs to get their poop together and get some exclusives if they want to sell more consoles. David Helms of the Hearthstone Power Podcast. Straight from the mouth of another podcaster. Ooh, that's a guy who owns it. I'm not. Look, again, I want one, but... I'm waiting for a reason to get one. To spend that money, I need a reason. Right now, don't have one. I will when Red Dead lands. Then I'll have one. And Xbox, Microsoft is aware of their problem. And they are pursuing uh, the solution. Will they make the right choice, though? (laughs) I don't know. You sound like a PR guy. Just for a second there. Microsoft's aware of the situation. They are aware of the situation they're in. And hopefully they'll make... I. I believe in Microsoft. I do too. I think they want oh, this. I, I mean, I don't know. Satch, God help Satch, me. I believe in Microsoft. Satya Nadella sometimes seems like a guy who doesn't care about the gaming division, and I worry about that a little bit. Um, right. Ever since he took over Microsoft's, you know, overall uh, as CEO, um, basically the old Bill Gates spot, I haven't felt a lot of gaming interest from his corner. Right. That being said, it's, uh, a, it's a transition period. Sure, and they're and they're. Is it though? Uh, let's hope so. I hope so. It's un- it's unfortunate this right in the middle of a console, uh, you know, cycle, and that uh, they just are trying to push that Xbox One X. Yeah, and also just- I get by the way that people who just bought Xbox One Xs or just bought Xbox One Slims or whatever you just that you just got for Christmas, I get that me talking to you about the business realities of this very competitive industry, I get how that can bum you out. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to do that on purpose. Uh, I felt the same sort of bum out when I owned a Wii U. I felt the same sort of bum out when I had a PS3 and the Xbox 360 was killing it. And I was annoyed that I'd spent any money on that PS3 at the time. 
things evened out in the end, but you know, it was a rough period there in the beginning. So I get it. I see where you're at. There are people still, you know, swear to their grave that the Dreamcast was the best game console ever made. It was pretty, yeah, the it was pretty great, but business realities step in and do what they do. I, that's all I'm talking about here is business realities. And it just so happens that I am affected directly by whether I buy one or not. In this we particular lo- we example. love all the consoles equally. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, not exactly, but yeah. Uh, that's it. Email is uh, great to send to us. You can send to boopshow at gmail.com. That's boopshow at gmail.com. Uh, Brian, any uh, th- other things you Absolutely. want to say? Absolutely. If you've been listening to the show and us giving this chat room both a hard time and a good time. <laughs> That's what we always try sure. to give our clients, a good time and a hard time. Oh, That's yeah. right. Yeah. If, if you need resolution on what we did with that game code, we did give it away to Midget Wookie because... A few people in the chat room said, oh, give it to Midget Wookie. And then I got a second and a third, and I'm like, it's his. You All can't right. have that kind of love in a chat room and not bow to the to the desires of those guys. Yeah, well done, guys. You've given it to a good, a good friend of the network, a, a good pal. He goes by Midget Wookie, which isn't exactly PC to say, but damn it, we're saying it. So isn't that an Ewok? Uh, it's kind of an Ewok. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it kind of is now that you say it. I like that. Yeah. Um, what else? Is that all we got? That's all we got today. Uh, real quick, if you want to find our website, you can find that real easily by heading on over to frogpants.com slash boop. Very easy to find us there. Boop at boop, or sorry, boop show at gmail.com. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> boop show on Twitter. He's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. And you can support us at patreon.com slash frogpants. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, and for all of you. We'll see Game you next on. time. Bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. There you go.